<clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs> La paix la paix félicona. Hassim Bonanga, Hassim Bonango Mandela Tina. La paix la paix félicona. Hey, 
Good evening. Hyvää ilta and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's vastly secluded community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland from Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey, and across the Salish Sea, where our frequency dukes it out with our friends over at UVic, CFUV. And then our signal goes east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. If you're on Telesoptic, you can subscribe to us, tune in on channel 7023, and yes, the numbers do go that high, at least in Western Canada. Eastern Canada, they stop somewhere in the double digits, I think. Maybe. Don't believe necessarily that, but I defer to you, the uh, eager listener in pursuit of knowledge. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web www.citr.ca CITR is also on the appropriate social media of your choice whatever you need to do to follow, like and otherwise tune in and be interactive my name's Gak and I'll be guiding you to a sonic oasis for the next two hours so slap on some sunscreen remember to tip your camel driver and maybe even your camel even your dromedary, whatever your decisive mode of transportation is across all this sand. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live, 604-822-2487. Pass the area code. You spell it U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point. Since uh, this show was partly created while I was fighting off a summer cold, so I'll need to check some of the facts I wrote down and otherwise... Come up with some facts as well, too. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on a increasingly dormant Facebook account under its same name. 
Should try to activate that again, but then again, I don't really know how much traction it usually appears since the feeds of that particular site seem to be random all the time. That I don't really know what anyone else is up to either. On Twitter, at 100air, and on Instagram, myopic man. So we had a fine weekend during our beach-worthy weather. Perhaps you're at the Folk Fests in Jericho Park. Or any of the fine sandy shores throughout the lower mainland. I basically was housebound for a few days. I'm not sure exactly what had happened, but I suspect it was something I ate. But not the usual symptoms, so. Lots of sleep. I should get out yesterday and at least so absorb some of what was going on. In the background, this is Lossel, and this is Iona off his 2014 album Sea Island. Lossel's the alias of local producer Scott Morgan. He's been an active part of the Vancouver music scene for over 20 years. Even drummed with Destroyer back in the day, but we mostly associate him with uh, the sounds that we hear in the background here. Wonderful experimental electronic music. And recently debuted and actually had a soft record launch for his new album Equivalence last Saturday at the SFU Gold Corp Center for the Arts. And we open the show with... Johnny Clegg and Savuka off their 1987 album Third World Child. It was a tribute to Nelson Mandela called Asim Bonanga. At the time that song came out, Mandela was still in prison. Based on South Africa's policy of apartheid, institutionalized racist minority government policies against the black majority. Mandela had been in prison since the early 60s. Asim Bonanga translates from Zulu as we can't see him or we're not able to see him. Savuka formed in the wake of another South African band called Zuluka, which was formed based on Clegg's interest in Zulu music as a teen. He was originally born in what we know now as Zimbabwe, but uh, his mom moved to South Africa and he learned Zulu traditional music and dance surprisingly amongst some of the Zulu folks because it was a white kid who wanted to learn all this. Colloquially, Clegg was known as the White Zulu. And with the band Savuka, the Zulu sounds that existed with Juluka before along with the traditional music that's existed throughout South Africa merged with Celtic rock based on Clegg's heritage, though he was associated as British. Savuka was popular despite being a legal mixed-race band during apartheid times to the point it was difficult for them to actually perform live without being hassled and arrested. But they persisted until 1992 when the percussionist Dudu Zulu was killed trying to mediate a dispute amongst taxi companies. But Clegg has kept up solo appearances, performing live, often performing with his former Savuka bandmates, and live which shares knowledge of Zulu culture. Music appeared in films like Rain Man, Fern Gully, George of the Jungle, and Career Opportunities. But back in 2015, Clegg was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And that's what ended his life on July 16th this year in his Johannesburg home. As he was surrounded by loved ones. He was 66 years old. So Africa will be our sort of theme this week on Exploding Head Movies. As we start beating around whatever has been distracting us for many a month. And finally share with you another film soundtrack from a Bernardo Bertolucci film. The controversial director died last November, and on the first show 
of Exploding Head Movies for 2019. We listened to some music from the Oscar-winning film from 1987, The Last Emperor. But this time around, it's 1990's The Sheltering Sky. Scored primarily by Ryushi Sakamoto, composer we've definitely profiled here extensively over the past 11-odd years here of the show. But also features a lot of Northern African sounds, in part uh, from composer and multi-instrumentalist Richard Horowitz. So we'll mix in the odd African sound along with long-form ambient music as we hear here. So Sakamoto's score is more symphonic here, so it's not necessarily his uh, progressive electronic material. Definitely of uh, the classic vein. Although as I look over the playlist we have lined up for you this week... We are going to be covering a lot of the world this time around, so keep your passport handy and watch out as various words get mispronounced. The important thing I learned in the midst of my illness is that there is a type of love associated based on intelligence. The irony is um, you want people to pronounce the words right, and I really don't know how to pronounce saposexual. So, sapio, based on the idea of wisdom, not sapien. Hairless apes. Maybe we dream of actually being hairless. Anyways, uh, we'll kick the show off electronically with Karen O in Danger Mouse. And the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah singer met up with the Gnarls Barkley producer and uh, came up with a wonderful little album called Lux Prima First Light. And off that album, this is Turn the Light. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies Live from the realms of Studio A of that delightful little radio station that you know and love and have been listening all this time. CITR 101.9 FM in a sunny, sheltered Vancouver. Go out and 
Concerts presents Detroit indie rocker Steph Chura will be performing at the Biltmore Cabaret on August 1st with Vancouver's own Dadweed. Don't miss this show and grab your tickets at eventbrite.com or Red Cat Records.
from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, we heard Economics off of 2014's The Wastes. That song was Deviations. There seems to be a brotherly connection to what's going on, at least with the current configuration of Economics. Most recent release came out in 2018 called TKO, but The Wastes definitely shows a lot more a collaborative effort to things. You have to sort of forgive some of the ignorance of what's going on because their Twitter account gone dormant. Facebook seems a little bit more active, indicating they're marking the 10th anniversary of their self-titled debut. And then going back to 1982 from the country of Colombia, this is La Tromba. And this song is Calaba, Calabao. This was sampled in something, and unfortunately all record of this has been scrubbed off the internet to the point that when I first added it, there was an active site that I relied on for certain things to look up. It's not whosample.com. It was Palms Out Sounds, but at least when I tried looking over the weekend about where on earth this came from, there was no true context, but glorious stuff. One of the fewly rare trombone-led funk bands. And it's not really in the cumbia style that you usually associate with Colombia. We'll eventually get back to South America, but we're kind of on the hopping around point. It's almost like a milk run if you were one of those airline points collectors. But we'll stick local again here. We'll get some post-punk for your ear. Spectres. They signed a uh, five-album deal with Toronto-based Artifact Records. The first album as part of the wake of that is Utopia. Wonderful dark stuff here. Not sort of fitting with the overall light vibe of what's going on, but we're going to zigzag a lot today, as it were. From Utopia, here's Spectres with Daniel.
Creative BC and the City of Vancouver have announced the Vancouver Music Fund to elevate the voices of Indigenous and underrepresented artists and groups. Apply for funding to create demo recordings, music videos, and industry development projects. Learn more at creativebc.com and apply now until July 24th. Get your applications in today.
Montreal. That's the trio known as Slight. And that was the A-side to a 2014 single called Spirit School. Slight's the trio of Michael Hahn, Dungey Buckmore, and Ryan White. Most recent release, a little four-track thing from 2017 called The Hustle. It is a many-splendored thin Stuff that gives me a nice kind of stereo lab vibe there. I'm always a sucker for a nice organ drone. In the background, this is one of the pioneers of Japanese ambient music, and off his 1982 debut, Wave Notion 1, Music for Nine Postcards. This is Hiroshi Yoshimura with Dance PM. I'm overdue, actually, to come up with an ambient, an all-ambient episode. Something I think appropriate for a timeless time. When you can sort of unwind a little bit, defocus, purge yourself. Other thoughts are just keeping you occupied. The irony of all that is I need to unoccupy myself as well, too, and come up with something for that. But I'm hoping in the next little while it will be possible. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Hit Movies here live here from CITR World Headquarters the lower levels of the student nest on UBC campus. We're on 101.9 FM on your Vancouver Crystal Wireless online, www.citr.ca for your live streams and your podcast dreams. Let's head. Are we heading back to Toronto? I'm already lost where we're going on in this mental travelogue. No, not yet. No, first stop, Hogtown. Daniel Caesar. Great singer-songwriter, lots of R&B music. Put out two EPs in 2014-2015 before his debut album in 2017 called Freudian. And uh, a second album just came out a little while ago called Case Study 01. Daniel Caesar's got a couple dates as he's touring, so he is coming to town. And very appropriate for what we're talking about here. He's coming to UBC campus as well, too, because he's playing the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center. Thunderbird! Um, in November 27th, November, November 28th. An extra show was added there based on how popular things were. So, as the dates get closer, we'll definitely play some more Daniel Caesar. And off case study 01, well, there's songs featuring guests like Brandy, true 90s R&B throwback, Pharrell Williams, Definitely sort of your 2000s star. And Jacob Collier. Avant-garde, fun, energetic guy out of Nymo. But the song, basically just himself here. Here's Daniel Caesar with Complexities.
spend many nights on you. Cause it don't make a difference I can't get mad cause I know what we're missing Cupid takes aiming, puts holes in ambition Can't go back home till I finish the mission Now that I know Pollyanna Library is a public reading room and collection operated by 221A. The library hosts readings, workshops, and educational programs that respond to 221A's artistic research initiatives. Pollyanna Library is dedicated to the practical learning of extending relations. The library reading room is open to the public from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. We are located at 221 East Georgia Street in Vancouver's Chinatown. Visit us online at polly-anna.ca. I do the shushing around here.
Out of Amsterdam, she used to be known simply as BEA, but in the past little while, she has expanded her name, perhaps tied to her birth year, or at least something that happened either to herself or somebody throughout the world, maybe at that time. That was BEA at 1991, and off of the new album, Brand New Adults. Vonnegut reference, if there ever was one. That was I See Trouble. When BEA first came out five years ago, kind of more like gloomy alt-pop was the name of the day, but she's been working a lot with Blood Orange, and Dev Hines actually appears a lot on Brand New Adult. And as you can tell, the alt-pop has shifted away to something a little bit more slippery. 
some of the references I saw in The Guardian are like Grixop channeling Kate Bush circa The Dreaming. Wonderful bits of uh, Bon Iver type uh, outbursts as well, too. Quality videos, excellent presence as well, too. I need to digest more of I See Trouble. Heaven knows trouble always finds me. Behind me, half Norwegian, half Mexican. This is Carmen Villain. And off of the new album, Both Lines Will Be Blue, which you can find on the small town Super Sound label. This is Observable Future. Wonderful ethereal elements here. Kind of ties into broadly overall what we're going to do this week here as we get into over the next hour and a bit. Music from the Sheltering Sky. A movie when it came out had high hopes and didn't do too well on many fronts, but it lingers in the memory, partly based on its soundtrack. Let's head over to New York with Leah Bertucci. So not Bertolucci, like the director of Sheltering Sky, but Leah Bertucci. Does a lot of work with her alto sax, but uh, definitely goes into the uh, electroacoustic elements and kind of like sound design. And for her latest album, Resonant Field, she focused on playing at the Marine A Grain Elevator at Silo City in Buffalo, New York. Grain silos allow for a lot of cavernous space, so imagine a lot of echo and reverb. One of my favorite things that uh, existed online for a while, and actually check to check to see if it's still up as I'm thinking this through right now. is Montreal. It had something called the Silophone, whereby you could upload music or pick existing samples, hit play, and then you hear the recording of that sample broadcast through an abandoned silo. I wonder if it's still standing, because it's been about 20 years when that first came up. But anyways, we're in Buffalo here. And off of her new album, Resonant Field, here's Leah Bertucci with Deliquescence.
I am Nichida, and I am the host of Convictions and Contradictions, otherwise known as CEC. And if you look in your car, your phone, your computer, or whatever device you're using to listen to this, you know that I mean that, ironically. Listen in every other Thursday at 8 a.m. to the only radio show that's ever been subtitled. Probably. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7. Short blasts of weird music. Sometimes that's all we hope for. Well, many ways I prefer to do 40 minutes of all that and then just leave everybody wondering. That was Mana, formerly known as Vagstelle. And off of new album Seven Steps Behind, weird risk taking. Still need to digest the full album. Mana being the short. Well, it's, the full name's Danielle Mana. Quality stuff in Hyperdub. Still pushing things. Dubstep's long gone. Brostep, thankfully, is long gone as well, too. Early music always keeps adapting. And from Cameroon, in the background, this is Francis Bebby. And off a compilation that came out in 2014 called Psychedelic Sansa 1982 to 1984. This is Binta Marialio. Bebe, along with being a composer, was also a writer. Wrote various books as well, too. And the Sansa. It's almost like the uh, thumb piano that uh, you associate with... Uh, the other name of Kalimba or Mabira. Francis Baby wrote a song called the Coffee Cola Song, featuring some glorious whistling. Arcade Fire used part of that for their song off their most recent album, Everything Now, although they re-recorded it. Francis Baby's song. So, always good to hear how music connects, but also sort of continuing on with Bloodlines. Bloodlines is also the theme for this next act here. As we do go back to Toronto. 
Doom Squad, formed in 2010. <laughs> Siblings Trevor, Jacqueline, and Allie Blumas. Definitely sort of trance-based, but more electronic beat-making than anything else. Not trance in Trance House, but almost what you associate with, uh, like, the boredoms, in a way. Or maybe in part, I'm talking over here. Doom Squad's latest album came out through Bella Union this year. It's called Let Yourself Be Seen. This is a wonderful little song called Let It Go.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Listening to Exploding Hit Movies live from CITR World Headquarters from unseated Musqueam Territory, UBC Campus Radio 101.9 FM. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Hit Movies. And amongst the Spanish lyrics there, we definitely heard some cussing. So, retroactively, unlisten what you did and apply usual discretion. Rosalia, and off of her new EP that just came out a little while ago. And get your ears ready again. Fucking money, man. We heard Rosalia with Millionaria, part of a two-song critique about being rich. One song satirizing sort of the uh, upscale bling aspect of having all the money, and then the next song basically almost requesting revolution, as it were. Rosalia... Modern flamenco music. Definitely a glorious pop hybrid that's popped up in the past couple years. 
outstanding videos still highlighting the Spanish dance but in modern contexts excellent live reputation too so I really would like to see her at some point to figure out what exactly the North American situation is going to be and behind me very interesting story this is Robert Alice Myers and off of an album that's considered a retrospective of his entire career called Talisman it also does feature some remixes this is the Sadhana environment as remixed by Dreams Natürlich Liebe Myers is a bassoonist originally from Portland, Maine but he's been working in Hawaii for the past three or four decades and he's come up with his own sort of like ambient music approaches there not necessarily with the bassoon but mostly associate with uh, the new age movement music of the 80s and 90s and there's a lot to digest from there along with the talk about having a all ambient episode at some point Definitely want to do an all-new age episode. Not sure how super relevant that will be, but kind of ties into the idea of the spa music that uh, definitely sort of floats around as well, too. So at some point, Exploding Head movies will be very chill for quite some time. All soothing. Mostly smoothing as well, too. About a half hour away from our soundtrack profile on the 1990 film, The Sheltering Sky. Well, let's talk about some of the other soundtracks that are available for purchase this week. The big one on a lot of people's radar is the soundtrack for Quentin Tarantino's ninth film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's coming out through Columbia Records. And at least from what I could even research this morning, we have no indication of who will be on it. We know that it's set in the world of Hollywood in 1969, so we expect uh, we associate with the California pop scene at the time. And Morricone was rumored to be helping out in one way or another, but I'm not exactly sure what's going on. It's been very hush, hush. I don't know. Otherwise, as new releases go, uh, Burkhard Dalwitz. Sorry, Burkhard. Great font. Burkhard Dalwitz. Burkhard Seems to be applied to something else, but Burkhard Hollitz provides the music to Locusts, and that will be out this week, too. On the re-release front, Ronnie Minder provides the music from Defend, Conserve, Protect. That's coming through Esperanto Records. The rest are inaugural vinyl editions of previously released soundtracks. First off, Michael Brooks' music from Into the Wild. That's coming out through Enjoy the Ride. Most recent Mission Impossible film, Fallout. Although I'm missing one there. Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation. Yep, Fallout's the most recent one. Lauren Balfour did music to that, and that's coming out through Mondo Records. Mostly what we associate with a whole bunch of B-movie type stuff, but who knows? Maybe Tom Cruise's films are not the A-list that we thought they were. And then Pino Donaggio did the music from Trauma. That's coming out on Wax, also through Mondo Records. We'll head over to Argentina next from San Martín de los Andes. This act is known as Femina. 
as uh, friends Clara Miglioni and Sofia Totitrucco formed an act, and Clara, or sort of getting all the names mixed up here, there's two Claras, but Toti invited her sister Clara, otherwise known as Vevi, to help out, and uh, it's an interesting fusion because it is based on Argentine folk patterns, but there's a lot of hip-hop here, and there's some influence in production from Quantic, who we associate as an Englishman based in Colombia for quite some time, so there's a wide panoply of sounds to expect here, and uh, visually quite striking as well, too. It reminds me of some of those uh, Spanish videos from the Canada producers. Wow, stuff. Off the most recent release, 2019's Perlas y Conchas. Pearls and shells. Here's Femenina. Sorry, Femina with Agradezco. A word I completely forgot to translate and figure out for you. So maybe I'll do that during the break. Maybe I'll remember to tell you what I found out. This is Gak. Quality Radio here on CITR 101.9 FM. Vancouver.
del suelo el espacio parpadean los astros antes del sueño el pensamiento es manso y el tiempo es eterno latiéndonos viéndonos ante el reflejo la luz que lo existe en tu reflejo soy antes del amor el espacio en el cuerpo abriéndonos en Será la espera que nos rodea Toda causalidad, todo encuentro íntimo que no es la guerra Será poesía existencial en una confesión Unidos por un hilo en el riesgo de una misión Unidos Fino como nuestro amor Bard on the Beach Shakespeare Festival's 30th season is running now until September 21st. It's housed in two modern theater tents and situated on the spectacular waterfront setting of Vancouver's Vanier Park. On the BMO main stage is Taming of the Shrew, a hilarious runaway hit inspired by Bard's 2007 Wild West production. This plays in repertory with the Elizabethan-era romantic comedy Shakespeare in Love, on the Howard family stage, there are two new innovative productions, Shakespeare's All's Well That Ends Well, set in India in the 1940s, and Coriolanus, a no-holds-barred political tragedy filled with resonance for our time. For tickets and information, visit bardonthebeach.org. Se você disser que eu desafio amor Saiba que isto em mim provoca imensa dor Só privilegiados têm ouvido igual ao seu Eu possuo apenas o que Deus me deu Se você insiste em me classificar meu comportamento diante musical Eu mesmo mentindo devo argumentar Que isto é bossa nova, que isto é muito natural O que você não sabe nem sequer presente que os desafinados também têm coração 
Fotografei você na minha Rolleiflex Revelou-se a sua enorme ingratidão Só não poderá falar assim do meu amor Ele é o maior que você pode encontrar, viu? Você com a sua música esqueceu o principal Que no peito dos desafinados, no fundo do peito bate calado No peito dos desafinados também bate um coração One of the important sounds from jazz in the 60s, all the way from Brazil. João Gilberto there on vocals and guitar with his version of Antonio Carlos Jobin's song, Decifinado, which translates in English, and there's an English version called Off Key, referring to a little bit of how Everything sounds a little flat. Oh, I could do that all day. Not quite. But yes, 
That's off of the legendary 1964 album Getz Gilberto, referring to Stan Getz on tenor sax. And one of his trips that he did to Brazil in the late 50s and 60s to pick up what the Portuguese translates from New Wave, Bassa Nova. Gilberto was one of the key pioneers of the Bossa Nova sound with his guitar, translating what we associate with the very percussive, loud samba rhythms, but taking some of the American cool jazz that you associate with the West Coast scene of the 50s, kind of their Chet Baker, and uh, came up with a way of syncopated plucking and just very laid back. That's the main thing that always jumps out with Bossa Nova. It's just sort of like a, a samba beat with the... Snapping gack. Here we go. That's what you get on the drums. But yes. Uh, Gibraltar played a legendary concert in Carnegie Hall in 1962. And then worked with or Stan Getz. Became best known for their take of the legendary song, The Girl from Ipanema. Also playing with Getz and Gibraltar there, you had the composer himself, Antonio Carlos Chauvin on piano, Sebastian Neto on double bass, and then on drums and pandero. Milton Banana. Gibraltar, uh, he met his uh, soon-to-be first wife during the recording sessions for that. She's the one who actually sang on The Girl from Ipaniva, Astrud. And he's also the father of Bebe Gilberto. That's from his second wife. João Gilberto died on July 6th this year, and he was 88 years old. And uh, since this episode seems to be a preview of all the kind of episodes I want to do, Guess what? We'll figure out a Bossa Nova episode at some point. The Canadian aspect of Bossa Nova is going to be hard. Most of what I have are just random Elvis covers here and there. Yeah, that's, you know, how we roll. As much as we can. Anyways, always tons of ideas and other stuff. And before we heard uh, Stan Getz and Jao Gilberto, we had Femina with what translates from Spanish as I appreciate. Agradezco. Find that off of Perlas y Conchas. The background, yet another Japanese New Age synthesis, as it were. This is Akira Ito, not to be confused by the manga artist or another musical act that was part of the pop scene of Japan in the 80s. The song originally came on the 1986 album Prayers, but could be found on the Light in the Attic outstanding compilation. Kankyo Angaku, Japanese ambient environmental and new age music from 1980 to 1990. This is Akira Ito with Praying for Mother. Praying for Mother Earth, part one. There's a hyphen in there that utterly messed me up. Japan is definitely influenced on this next artist. Another Arcade Fire connection. Richard Ree Perry. Known as the bassist, along with the occasional accordionist, Celesta, other things, occasionally banging on a helmet on his head. But uh, outside of Arcade Fire, he's worked with acts like The National, particularly on the sort of classical side of things. But he's been also putting out his own music. Uh, most recently, in 2014, uh, worked with the Kronos Quartet, E-Music, and two of the brothers from The National, Bryce and Aaron Dessner, and a host of others with Music for Heart and Breath whereby the performers synchronized with various players breathing and heartbeats in various tempos. But he's put out two volumes of albums tied to Quiet River of Dust, 
inspired by a recent trip to Japan that he made, along with Buddhist myths, death poems, British folk songs, and other stuff in that milieu. We'll go off of a song off of Volume 2 of Quiet River of Dust, That Side of the River, and this came out this year through the Secret City label. Here's Richard Reed Perry with Cups in the Ocean. And don't you worry, we'll be leaving the ocean quite soon as we enter the desert and get into a bit of Africa and then the sheltering sky. The sound of voices I fall with This Quarter Magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years. Thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theatre, This Quarter lives. Your favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theatre. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of This Quarter Magazine or at rickshawtheatre.com.
Big Thief. Off their glorious album that came out in 2019, UFOF. Are you a friend of UFOs? Because they are. Big Thief with Open Desert. Big Thief are touring in support of that and showing their wide array of fusing folk with other modern approaches. Currently hitting the European festival circuits. I see they're playing the Flow Festival in Helsinki on August 10th, but uh, closer by. Friday, October 25th, Big Thief will be playing a show on a thing that's not showing me where the venue is. I think it's the Vogue. Seems like the place to be. Good stuff. All around. What is it? Yes, the Vogue Theater. MRG Concerts presents that show at a venue that you have to find by another page. But yes, good times. Behind me, this is some Brian Eno. I played some last week in honor of the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 landing on the moon. It was 50 years ago, around this time, that those Earthlings came back, brought with them all manners of lunar viruses. This song appears on the expanded version of the 1983 album Apollo Atmospheres and Soundtracks because when I played another song off that last week I had no idea that an extended version was coming out so here's Brian Eno with Clear Desert Night the second disc features additional music from the 1983 documentary that uh, later became the highly regarded 1989 that for all mankind something that did screen at the Cinematheque over the weekend in honor Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and then Michael Collins just spinning around the moon waiting for them to come back and he could drive them home. I think that's how it worked. So, so a whole bunch of desert stuff there. At this point, get ready. We'll head ourselves to Algeria after these announcements. But yes, the Sheltering Sky profile is coming up on Exploding Head Movies. Next. High school is not free in Kenya, East Africa. As well as tuition fees, families must find money for uniforms, including shoes, textbooks, calculators, dictionaries, pens, pencils, and more. For poor rural families earning the equivalent of 2 to $3 a day, this is often an impossible challenge. Will you help educate bright, very poor Kenyan youth to help them find a road out of poverty for their families? Just $50 a month will allow that to happen. Gifts of smaller amounts can be combined to give youth a chance through Key EEF, the Kenya Education Endowment Fund, a registered BC-based volunteer-run educational charity. Tax-deductible receipts are available. Donations make great gifts for Christmas, graduation, anniversaries, promotions, etc. Gift cards are available. More information at www.kenyaeducation.org or you can call us at 604-415-9397, day or evening. Tune in to African Rhythms every Friday from 7.30 to 9 o'clock with your host, David Love Jones, as he plays a heavyweight selection of classics from the past, present, and future. This includes jazz, soul, hip-hop, Afro-Latin, funk, and eclectic Brazilian rhythms. Lots of people, they take it like a game. 
Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. In the background, based out of Seoul, South Korea, but uh, being Pan-Asian, this is Tenger with Kyrie. You can find this off their most recent album this year's Spiritual 2 through the awesomely named label Beyond Beyond is Beyond. They're a couple mixing uh, electronics with various drone instruments. And the pre-shade on Bandcamp, they actually show a picture of their kid in the midst of a field. Kind of looks like Mongolia in a way. But at the very least, powerful, slow-moving material. Almost metal, if you think about it. If none of the guitars ever come in. And we just heard the Tunisian singer Nama. With a song that you can find on the soundtrack, such as Sheltering Sky. That was the Happy Bus Ride, which features the Tunisian song... Nariala Zarzis. And Nama has been a staple of the Tunisian scene for a while, and her name actually translates from Tunisian Arabic as grace, as given to her by a producer. Sheltering Sky is our profile here in Exploding Movies this week. Film directed in 1990 by Bernardo Bertucci. Bertolucci. And I already set you up to say it wasn't Bertucci because we had another Bertucci earlier, but it's Bertolucci. Believe me. Bertolucci is famous for films like The Last Tango in Paris, which we profiled in Exploding Head Movies several years ago, along with films like The Last Emperor, which we profiled earlier this year, Little Buddha, Stealing Beauty, and The Dreamers. And The Sheltering Sky is based on the 1949 novel by Paul Bowles of the same name. Makes a cameo early on in the film and uh, actually helps out in the soundtrack in one way, which I will explain after some music. Star Deborah Winger and John Malkovich. 
a New York couple that's traveling throughout the world and they visit post-World War II Algeria to venture into the Sahara, try to rekindle their marriage as things go wrong and the motivations drift as though they were sand dunes. So two composers helped out primarily with the score. We'll get into Ryuchi Sakamoto, who was the primary composer for it, but I do want to highlight the work of Richard Horowitz, a percussionist and composer who specializes in music from the Middle East. And from 1968 to 1979, he lived in Paris and Morocco, studying music along with the philosophies of the Arabic, French, and Oriental varieties. And Horowitz has roots in classical jazz and electronic computer music, studied trance, tribal, classical, and sacred music from North Africa to Indonesia. And this trance and tribal is not the dance music that you find before on the floor. We're talking like full-on hypnotic stuff that you find as part of the various uh, folk and indigenous populations. Orwitz plays keyboards, percussion, various wind instruments, including the ney, the bleakly blown reed flutes. And he put out a debut solo album in 1981 called Eros in Arabia. I've only heard one track off of that. It sounds amazing. And it ties into the idea of the fourth world genre, something that John Hassell came up with and uh, Horowitz worked with for a while. Technology filtered through ancient mysticism. Horowitz also worked with jazz heavyweights like Anthony Braxton, John Lewis, Steve Lacey, and Alan Silva, while being mentored by Brian Geisen and, guess what, Paul Bowles. Talk a little bit more about Paul Bowles during the break as well, too. Horowitz also scored films like Any Given Sunday, Three Seasons, primarily focuses on documentaries and short films. And The Sheltering Sky is a great indication of the music that he's capable of. So, From The Sheltering Sky, we'll start off with Richard Horowitz, there, Marnia's Tent. We'll follow up with Night Train. And afterwards, we'll get into Sakamoto. The Sheltering Sky, here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Richard Horowitz from the soundtrack to The Sheltering Sky. We first heard Marnius Tent before things slowed down, and we heard some vocals there with The Night Train. The Night Train features uh, some vocal recordings of Moroccan women from 1955 by the author of the novel, The Sheltering Sky, Paul Bowles. Paul Bowles was not only an author and translator, but he also was a composer as well, too. He stunned under Aaron Copland, the legendary American composer with fanfare for the common man. Wrote various uh, theatrical productions in New York, but uh, we associate with his time in what was known as French North Africa, which he visited in 1931 and 1947. He settled in Tangier, which is where he spent the rest of his life. So, active in music, active in writing, many short stories to his name, and The Sheltering Sky was his debut novel. Rejected by uh, publishers at the time to the point he had to return his advance, but he ended up doing quite well with how the book turned out in the end. For Horowitz, he still works on film scores. And, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, mostly short films and documentaries as of late. He's based in London right now and frequently collaborates with the Tehranian singer, composer, performance artist, and activist, Suzanne Dehem. The second composer who worked on The Sheltering Sky, Ryuchi Sakamoto. A big part of the Japanese music scene for over 40 years. Originally one-third of the Yellow Magic Orchestra, but has worked extensively in film and music for quite some time. In the background, some of the orchestral side of his music from The Sheltering Sky. This is On the Hill. And we've done past profiles on Sakamoto's scores from The Last Emperor, also directed by Bertolucci, The Revenant, recent film with Leonardo DiCaprio and a bear, the film version of The Handmaid's Tale, and Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Sakamoto was the subject of the 2018 documentary Coda, tied to his recovery from throat cancer and getting back into composing music. Had some news recently as he famously curated a playlist for his favorite New York Japanese restaurant, but relevant to our interests, he scored one of the episodes of the new season five of Black Mirror. Normally we play a whole bunch of Sakamoto's electronic works, but uh, for Sheltering Sky, definitely more romantic leaning as he relies on the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra from London, along with some solo piano here. So let's get two Sakamoto cues for you here from the Sheltering Sky. This will be Cemetery.
time's ticking, so I'll talk over this piece here. At least you get a sense of the melodic lines involved and the various orchestrations. Ruchi Sakamoto, we heard Cemetery with the Four Orchestra here, and this is the piano version of the theme from The Sheltering Sky. The film was a critical and box office flop to the point that uh, original book author Paul Bowles wrote a preface to a 1998 reprint of his original novel, stating that the less said about the film now, the better. Basically, the plot and the character motivation did not translate to the screen in a sensible fashion. And Bulls died in 1999. Not because of the film or the reprinting, but other causes. But the film has been highly regarded for cinematography. It did win two awards and various... Uh, uh, Film Critics Associations, and it was highly regarded for its actual portrayal of Algerian life at the time, and of course, its music. Sakamoto and Horwitz shared a Golden Globe for the original score from The Sheltering Sky in 1991, also won the Los Angeles Film Critics Association Award for the same prize. Also appearing on the soundtrack, some elements of the Sacred Koran, as done by Kudsi Erguner. Some French chanteuse with Charles Trenet. Some jazz with Lionel Hampton. Rai singer Chabazahuania. Rai being an Algerian song style. Highly regarded. And uh, a few other acts as well, too. Including some traditional Burundi music. So, wide array we associate with North African music. Director Bernardo Bertolucci died November last year from lung cancer at the age of 77. There was some controversy in his lying of the level of uh, violence, as it were, during the filming of Last Tango in Paris. His actress Maria Schneider dealt with the unexpected use of butter in her body during a rape scene with Marlon Brando. That's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up very soon. It's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he'll take you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening broadcasts. If you missed any of this week's episode, visit the Exploding Head Movie Show page at www.citr.ca. You can email me, radiofreegack at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at 100air. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook and Instagram. I am myopic man. So the next week marks Pride Week here in Vancouver, and we're trying to do some programming here at CI Tower to associate with what's going on. I still have to work on a profile, because normally I do this on the BC Day long weekend, but I have to move it up a week. So as recent material goes, probably go with M83 score to the recent film Knife and Heart, and I'll try to dig up the appropriate LGBTQ programming for you, but I have to get cracking since I'm already late. Otherwise, for BC Day Long Weekend, I'll be back on my way from Tofino. Technically, it's the middle of our summer. What we associate with midsummer in Northern Europe already happened because that's in June. But there's the recent horror film Midsummer out done by the man behind Hacks and Cloak. So we'll get that into your ear and then we'll see how the rest of August goes. But I gave you a whole matter of ideas. Is it Bossa Nova, Gioberto? Is it New Age? Is it Ambient? Is it whatever else I said? Probably. Who knows? Close with some Vancouver saxophone that isn't Gavin Walker. And this guy's been based in New York for quite some time. Seamus Blake. And here he's working with Tony Tixler on piano, Florent Nice on double bass, and 
Gautier Garrigue on drums. So definitely a French influence with the rest of the section there. Here's a title track to his new album through the Whirlwind label. Here's Seamus Blake with Guardians of the Heart Machine. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver, and I'll see you in seven days.